Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Welcome to week 10. Uh, spill the tea. I'm just laughing because there's always seemed to be some audio or just some glitches of some sort lately. I don't know if it's a big storm rolling in. I know with our guest today, uh, Sky and Nathan, um, they're anticipating a big storm. Perhaps the power will go out. It's a big mystery. Who knows? Anyway, hi, Kim. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Good. I feel like all of these technical issues we have every week make us very resilient and flexible. So <laughs> yay. Yay. There is something to be said about resilient, resiliency though, you know, uh, you know, like, and I think this program, I mean, it, it's, it's great practice continuing to show up, working through all the things that you need to work through. I mean, at this point, if you, let's face it, if you're still here in week 10, you're pretty resilient, I would say. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I mean, good for you guys still being here. We're 10 weeks in. It's been, I think a long haul for some people, especially people who are repeating the program, they might've been doing it for a long time, but you have like, I admire anyone who makes the commitment to do something for themselves for a week, let alone 10 weeks. 10 weeks. Yeah. 10 weeks is no joke. Okay. So uh, like I said, we do have some special guests joining us. I'm so excited to talk to them. Uh, Sky down 50 pounds. Uh, Nathan, her husband down 44.6. They're adorable. They are like high school sweethearts. Uh, I'm really looking forward to chatting with them. But first, let's break down week 10. So we are continuing with the food plan revamp. This is the big setup for the final two weeks of the program, uh, personalizing the plan, the tweak that we're going to be implementing next week. So it's kind of a big week in that sense. Uh, Where are people at? What are they talking about? Uh, Definitely. Well, we introduced back on track this week. So back on track is a big topic of conversation in the group. Um, Summer's here, weather's getting warmer, and people are looking into summer weight loss, you know, with the heat up, what can they do to continue the success that they've had through the program into the warmer months without those weather changes. And then um, our mind-body connection is a big conversation. I think, as you said, we're 10 weeks in. People that have stuck with it and been consistent have noticed the conversations they're having with their body have changed. And uh, yeah, we're talking a lot in the group, I guess, about how you can use that to get us through the next few weeks. Not only that, but if you're continuing to lose weight, working your way through the summer with that connection and how to kind of capitalize on it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one to cover because that's definitely a setup for what we're going to get into next week with personalizing the plan. All right. So let's talk about back on track. Uh, what, what are the questions? What are the concerns with back on track? I mean, this is, it's exciting because you have a technique that you can implement now that's going to help you whenever you do find yourself indulging and bigger than that back on track is a technique that you're going to continue continue to use once you've lost all your weight and you're focused on maintenance, working through maintenance, solidifying your weight, and then just living your life, right? It's just kind of a technique to help your body recover from any indulgences. But what exactly uh, are people's questions and issues with it? Well, I think a lot of people are wondering how long they need it for, Mm -hmm. like how long do you go on back? What 
constitutes needing to go back on track. I think one thing that I like to think about it is we're introducing it this week, but really people have been doing it all along. If they take a weekend off and they decide they, you know, they indulged all weekend, they went off the rails, they start digging in and maximizing that very next day that they're done. They're like, okay, I'm back at it. I'm done with my indulgences. I'm going to do it. That really is back on track. The only reason it's kind of called something now is that it's going back to the original food plan. Whereas before when you did it, it was just what we were doing in that you were week. Doing. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, I think people, a lot of the questions about um, when they need it and how to know, is there so many days? Is it one meal off? Is it a day off? Is it a weekend off? Or is it when my weight is up? And I think that's the biggest question and the biggest thing that I think we need to kind of touch base on is how they know that they need to go back on track. Yeah. So I love what you brought up back on track. You've been doing it because you've been following that basic food plan up until this point. And this is where we've actually just now uh, week nine and 10 and making changes to it. And then next week, you'll see we're going to make even more changes to it. So that we're that's where back on track whenever you need to implement it a couple of days of following that original food plan with the intention of helping the body get back on track sooner rather than later. And then you're going to pick up and you know, from wherever you left off. So when do you need it? You'll know you're going to know, you're going to know because you would have one been really aware of the choices that you've made, eating all the things, drinking all the things in order to feel like you're really, really off. Like it's not just, um, Oh, I skipped a meal or snack. It's not just, Oh, I had a few fries with my lunch. It's not, Oh, I had pasta for dinner. It's when you're like, you ate all the things you ate, all the bags of chips. You had, you know, all the hot dogs, all the hamburgers, the French fries that, you know, you, you, you ate in a way that you feel it the next day. And it's not even really about the scale. Although indulging typically will have the scale up. It's, it's, it's for when you feel like you're not feeling great and you're feeling the effects of indulging. And then you want to implement back on track for as many days as you need to feel like you're back on track. So, you know, if, if, if say this weekend I indulged, then I probably do back on track for a couple of days. If I went away for a week and it was a vacation full of indulgences and I'm really feeling it, I would probably do it maybe for three or four days. So, and it's also something you do until you feel back on track. Not, not, it's not about the scale. So a lot of times our weight can be up from indulging plus up for other reasons as well. And then your weight can be on the way down, but sometimes, sometimes indulging will actually challenge the body and you can find your, find it helpful actually in getting the scale to move. Not that I suggest it, which is why say I indulge, I've been really crushing it up until this weekend. This weekend came, I indulged, I got on the scale today. I'm feeling it. My weight is up. I'm going to probably do back on track for a couple of days. And if my weight isn't down in the next couple of days, I'm just still going to pick up where I left in the program because that's more proactive. That's going to help my, like, if I'm feeling like I'm back, but my weight is up a little bit, I'm going to move forward on the program because that's more effective and actually getting that scale to move. Right. So I'm not doing back on track until my weight comes back down. Cause sometimes your weight can be up because your body's retaining water because it's actually about to drop. So, so it's always about how you feel. It's always about how you feel. Here's what I want to read this comment. It makes so much sense. Back on track. After the winter program, back on track was super useful during the holiday season. Now with the summer and all the gatherings coming up, back on track will give you this added option when you have chosen days. Yeah, choose days rather than cheat days. We don't talk yeah. about cheese 
cheat days around here because not cheating anything. You're choosing to indulge. Although it does have to be said, you want to keep back on track to a minimum. If you're going to be ragging on yourself about getting that scale to move, why am I not losing? And you find that you're using back on track, you know, every week. Every Monday is back on track. Then yeah, we yeah, need to assess I mean, it. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, rolling into the summer, if you find that you end up needing back on track, but uh, even then it, it's there for you to use. So you definitely don't want to be shy about using it, although you do want to keep it to a minimum for sure. Yeah. And I think you don't want to make it be your, your fallback. Like I can, oh, it's fine if I go, like if you have plans and you, like, as you said, choose yeah. to indulge because you have something coming up, knowing that that's there, I think it gives people a lot of comfort and a lot of security. Um, I think Sky will probably touch on it later on when you're chatting with them. And that that's one of the things she loves about the program is that she doesn't feel like she's failed or there's yeah. no plan or she has to start again after an indulgence. It's like, I know what to do. I can get back, get back to it. But I think people are kind of surprised often at how little time you need back on track before your body is like, okay, here we go. And I think when you're thinking ahead to it, people think, oh, how long do I need to go back on track? But when you're there, if you're really like in tune with how you're feeling, you'll recognize right away. Like you said, you'll know, you'll feel it and it, it'll likely happen sooner than you think. But I think people do get caught on that number on the scale. Like, oh, my scale hasn't gone back down. So I probably need yeah. to do a few more days, but there's still, we don't want to forget everything else we've learned throughout the program about the scale and how it reacts to everything we do. Yeah. And, and, and also we get that question. Can I just do back on track? Can I just continue to follow the original food plan? I mean, you can, but they're not as effective when it comes to actually losing weight, like back on track, that original food plan at this point is effective for helping your body recover from the indulgences because it's very familiar. It's very low stress, but the tweaks are definitely being more proactive about getting. So you want to do back on track and then get back to following the program and focusing on getting that scale to move again, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Yeah. Anything else with back on track? No, I just think, you know, like you said, don't get into the cycle of it and no. use it when you need it. And don't be scared to use it too. Like if yeah. you really feel like you need it, then your body might just need a couple days in that calm, familiar place mm. of the food plan in order to just get its bearings before you're ready to like move forward. I love what you just said there. That's what back on track is. It's a calm, familiar place after stressing your body out with its indulgences. And then usually with indulgences, you're not sleeping as great. And, you know, maybe you're drinking a little bit and all of that, right? So it's that calm place to kind of help the body regroup and get that you back to feeling good. I mean, that's the downside. It's not a downside, but it is sort of the side effect of actually feeling really, really good. You get a taste of how good you can feel in this program. And then so when you feel good, you feel amazing, rock star, amazing. But when you feel even slightly off, you're, you're really in tune to, to how off you feel. So it's kind of like everything's a little bit exaggerated. So, and your body wants to get back to feeling really good too. Yes. Yes, it does. Great. Okay. What's up next? Summer weight loss. So, I mean, as you said, the weekends are here. I think there's a couple things to do with summer weight loss. There's something to be said for the heat and how that affects our mm. process. Um, I think some members are concerned that because their scale is up with the heat, that it's going to continue to be up through the summer and that means they're not going to lose weight. But if your scale is up, that doesn't mean your body's not doing something. You can still... Yeah work towards your goals. I think the other thing with summer that has people a little bit um, 
hesitant is just what we were talking about with back on track is that it is like people have barbecues on the weekends, they have holidays, they have all of that stuff. So I think all of that comes into play with people feeling nervous. And then they also don't have the security of the group to keep them on track as well. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about the security of not having the group to keep them on track because we are going to do a bridging the gap group. We're going to talk about that more in the next couple of weeks. So if you do plan on continuing with us in the fall, we're going to do like a, a bridging the gap or a middle group that you can join for free, be part of. And if you do have any questions throughout the summer, you can pop in and ask any of those questions. But we'll again, I don't want to get into that now because we'll be we'll be talking about that in the next couple of weeks. Um, I do love that all of our guests, including our guests today, um, were quite successful in the summertime at continuing continuing to lose weight, even though they weren't, you know, in a group and following a plan. We didn't have a bridging the gap group last year. So the first time we did that was at Christmas. This will be our second group this summer. Um, but every single guest that we've talked to, it seems to be a theme with our guests in this group that they've all been successful at continuing to lose weight in the summertime. So at the end of the program, we're going to break down next steps and everything that you need to know about that. I want to talk to you about, um, sort of what you said of people thinking they can't lose weight in the summer, like that's ridiculous. So what is that? Is that like a, is that like a sabotage? Do you think like it's hot and, but let, let's do the math on this. What's well, not really math, but I seem like the right thing to say. Um, why would your body want to lug around a bunch of excess fat? It doesn't need, especially in the summertime, like especially in the summertime. Right. And yeah. so it's just, um, maybe it's just science where you, you throw a hot dog on a, uh, throw an, throw an egg on, you know, hot pavement and it, cooks you throw a sausage out on the street and it expands like things just expand in the heat it's like science 101 and your body is no different so when it's really hot your body expands it retains water in order to keep you cool so you don't die from the heat and in order to do that it's retaining the water that you're drinking gets to a point where it's hard to drink it up so make sure you are doing things like adjusting to the summer we have that summer tweak uh sheet like add electrolytes to your water do you know keep your foods nice and light maybe go for fish that probably is a lot quicker than like 40 minutes as opposed to a steak that's five hours, you know, make sure you are increasing your fruit intake and decreasing any of your heavier carbs, right? So the, the body doesn't have to work so hard. And that's why those seasonal t- tweaks and transitions sort of are there, but your body just expands in the heat. That doesn't mean that it's going to have any kind of impact on your inability to, or to your, your ability to lose weight. And I think maybe this may stem from this, the fact that I always say I don't run a summer program because everybody's weight would be up in the heat. And I literally would have to explain to new people, like if I started a program in the summer, I would have to explain to new people that it's just normal for the weight to be up and your weight can be up at the same time it's releasing fat. They're, they're two totally different things happening in the body. One, your body's retaining water and your heat, your body's is responding to the heat. And the other is your body's legitimately detoxing and releasing fat when you pee, when you poo, when you breathe and you sweat. And to your point in the summertime, when you're sweating, you know, that's a, a method for your body releasing fat. So there, let's just say there's zero science to say that you can't, or it's impossible to lose weight in the, in the summertime. So I think that needs to be said and thinking that it is impossible could be you, um, setting yourself up to fail. It could be a form of sabotage, you know, where, you know, you have barbecues and stuff coming and you're going to want to indulge. So you're already thinking, fuck it. I'm just going to, you know what I mean? Oh, it's impossible to lose weight in the summer anyway. So I might as well just eat all the things and enjoy the summer and worry about it in the fall. And that's not the kind of mentality that you want because right. 
And I think that, yeah, I think that's a big part of it because there's the change of routine that a lot of people have in the summer, whether it's because, you know, they're teachers and they're off work or they have kids that are home from school or, you know, a lot of people book their vacation time through the summer. They're traveling to the cabin or the lake every weekend and things like that. I think historically people maybe have not in the past lost weight in the summer because of the upheaval of their schedule and their routine and everything. So that gives them that, that history sort of holds them back a little bit. And I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a little bit of, you know, an excuse to you like, oh, it's fine. I can just have this. I can, you know, do it. But there's, like you said, our past guests have all proven that you can continue to work towards your goals in the summer. And really, like you said, with the summer and with the heat too, think about it, like how in tune you are with your portions, because you're not necessarily sitting around inside when it's pouring rain outside, like snacking on the couch, watching movies, you get to be out and be active more. And you, you know, a lot of the times our appetite is different. We want fresher food. We want, you know, our appetite. I don't mind at night for dinner in the summertime is usually pretty minimal because it's been hot all day and I'm tired. And we purposely feel like we drink more water through the summer because we are, you know, dehydrated or feeling dehydrated because of the heat. So really everything that we're doing on the program is set up to have you continue to be successful through the summer. Yeah, those little, like you have to help the body adapt to the heat. So you may not have an appetite, which is fine. But when you do eat, you can still make sure you're, you know, eating, for lack of a better word, on plan. Um, If you don't want like heavy carbohydrates, add, you know, some berries to a salad and, you know, call it a day kind of thing, you know. So uh, making sure you are adding those trace minerals to your water. So those little transitions and little tweaks that you can make. But, but, but it's been hot for the last couple of weeks and people yeah. are losing weight just fine, you know, and I, I, is it really the summer or is it not having the program? To I think follow? a lot of it's not having the program. And then maybe some of it is still that attachment to that number on the scale where they're not, mm. you know, when it does go up, they get worried that that means it's the end of their run of their momentum. But I think not having the program is, you know, we're, we talk about with back on track, you getting to your place, uh, your body to a place where it's like confident and calm. And this group is a place where a lot of people are feeling confident and calm, but that break in the summer is such a good opportunity for you to just like embrace everything you've learned over the program and, you know, show yourself that you've got it already. And you did learn some things. Yeah. <laughs> and get used to the scale going up because the scale is just going to continue. It's, it's going to fluctuate. It's going to make you crazy. The scale can be up for so many reasons why you're trying to lose. Also the same reasons while you have lost your weight and you're working through maintenance and just living your life too. Like that's a big conversation that we're having over in the maintenance group. So, you know, it can be a great idea to be proactive and start listening, either join the maintenance group and be part of the conversations and listen to the conversations or download and listen by way of our podcast. You know, sometimes it's good to know where you're going. And if you're a little nervous about, you know, what's, what's going to happen in the summertime, you know, make sure you ask as many questions as you need over the next couple of weeks while we are here to help you out or make sure you get into that uh, Bridging the Gap group. If you've signed up for the fall program and if not, then, you know, and you're ready to kind of move on or think about maintenance, join the maintenance group. You know, you've got lots of support. Yeah. Lots of support. 
Um, other than that, though, can we just talk about how the summer is actually a great time to lose weight when you know better when it comes to the scale and you don't let the scale freak you out? Um, all that vitamin D, the days are longer. You tend to be more active. You don't have that same kind of appetite that you normally do in the winter. Those carbs and, you know, like soups and stews and fatty meats and carbs and heavier stuff that you crave in the winter time. So it's and, and not to mention your body doesn't need all that fat to help regulate your body temperature like it does in the winter time. So your body's it's looking to get rid of the fat and, and detox into your point when you're sweating. Like, so the summertime is a great time to lose weight. It's just that it can fuck with the scale. That's all. So don't let the fact that it can fuck with the scale mess with you focusing on weight loss because it can be a great time to lose weight. Exactly. Great time to lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I just going to say, someone said, you've been mentioning the Bridging the Gap group for the summer until the fall program starts. Do we need to register for that? Is there a cost? And have you already posted the info? Maybe I missed it. No. So we have been talking about it, but we're going to, we don't post that. We don't talk about things till we need to po- talk about them. We still have three solid weeks of the program last week or right to the very end, but we will be uh, posting uh, about the Bridging the Gap group. There is no cost to it. In order to join it, you have to be a member of this Facebook support group and you have to have purchased the fall program and be a member of that Facebook support group so that when you request to join the Bridging the Gap group, which will be a whole separate Facebook support group, we'll be able to see that you are members of both groups and then you'll be able to join that group. It's um, it's a, just a bare bones kind of um, group where you can pop in and ask any questions that you have throughout the summer. I'm not going to, I mean, I might go live every now and then we might do some, some things in it, but it's not a guided process. It's just a place where you'll have access to the team to continue to ask ask any questions that you have in between groups. We're going to give everybody uh, the heads up on that and what you need to know about that uh, in the weeks to come. So no worries. We got you. We got you. We're going to make sure everyone's feeling confident about next steps for sure. But we still have to get through the rest of this week and we have to get through the the other two weeks on Personalize the Plan as well, which brings us to mind-body connection, which is such an important conversation because next week is where this is really going to all come together. Yes. And I feel like we, you know, obviously we focus a lot on this in week three earlier in the program. We start, we talk about the mindfulness questions and um, we really impressed upon everyone how important that tweak was. And, you know, you mentioned it in the guidelines. This is what sets you up for success for the rest of the program and moving forward. So I think this is a good opportunity to go back and touch on that and think about where, where you are now compared to when you started with your mind-body connection. And I think that's an area that a lot of members are actually figuring out that things have changed. They are more in tune. The conversations they're having with their body are very different now than the ones they were having in say prep week or week one. Yeah, this is where you really have to transition into trusting, right? That your body is on your side. It's there for you. You know what it needs. You're be able to differentiate between its needs and your wants. I want pizza, but the body doesn't need pizza, you know? And this is where next week we're going to put that to the test. This could be also where some people are like, shoot, I haven't been asking those four questions. I thought maybe the mindfulness was bullshit. I thought I'd just been looking at my portions and either just cutting them in half or decreasing or really not like being all in with the tweaks each week that we're making. And and maybe they're not, you know, making an effort to get in tune to their body's needs and turning up that internal dialogue. Maybe they're just showing up in a funk every day day or they're just blaming anyone and everything for what's going on or maybe they're just 
doing the basics, thinking that's going to get them by, which if you could half ass this program and still walk away pretty successful when it comes to the scale. But a lot of times people are too are afraid of personalizing the plan next week. So that's why I want to have this conversation about the importance of that mind-body connection because you are still following the program. You are still following the guidelines, still you know, having protein at breakfast, still not going any longer than three and a half, four hours without eating. Um, like there are some slight changes, but for the most part, you're literally doing all of the things, still checking in at breakfast, at snack at lunch, at two afternoon snacks and dinner, although you only have to have one afternoon snack if you need, or you can skip it all together depending on what time lunch and dinner is at. So it gives you a lot more flexibility. And this helps you get in tune with the fact that your body's needs change every day and change season to season. So it's it, it can be a little nerve wracking. But to your point, I think if people can reflect back on how far they've come, you know, that might be able to help them trust themselves a little bit more but they do actually know what they're doing. They do know what they're doing. Yeah, I think people, the, the confidence is there. And I think there's people that don't recognize it. They, you know, it can be just in the tiniest little thing. Like you go to grab your fruit snack and you put it back and pick something else right there. If that has happened to you, that's you listening to your body. It didn't want that first one. It wants the second one, you know, yeah. not being hungry for dinner. Like, Oh, I think people are saying, Oh, my appetite, my hunger. That's you being in tune with your body. You're not hungry for dinner. Like that's, there's so many signs, even in the questions people are asking, they might be asking a question, but just in the way that they ask a question in the group, you can see like, this is not something you would have even thought about asking in prep week or week mm -hmm. one. You're asking yes. it now because you've gotten to know yourself more. So I hope that all of the members take this time to kind of embrace that and, you know, be confident in that mind-body connection. And some people it's a little bit, some people it's huge, but it's something. Yes. It's like sometimes they can second guess themselves because it's different from what they've been doing, but that's where we're going. And you're actually right. You're, you're, you're right there because for example, your to your point about morning fruit snack, for example, if you go and to get your morning fruit snack and you're not feeling it because you feel like, I don't know, something else, maybe a boiled, maybe some eggs, you know, maybe, you know, some vegetables, maybe like whatever that is, you, now you'll have the opportunity to have a little bit more flexibility. Right. And that's where you got to trust that. Now, now, you're still pulling from the same grocery list. So it's not like you're going to be introducing any new foods. But this is where you can ask like those four questions. I was talking about this during the live. Like don't just like you can do it now. Like if you're going to have your fruit, fruits, fruit in the morning, ask yourself what kind of fruit is most appealing. Like of the fruit that you have right now, what is most appealing when you're thinking about making dinner tonight, right? If you have the luxury of what, do I want fish? Do I want like red meat? Do I want maybe some beans? Like what would it, and, and feel it out, get out of your head, get into your belly because chances are whatever is appealing to you is, is probably what your body also finds appealing and needs. Cause it's been making all these associations and connections to everything you've ever eaten. Um, and you know, um, you know, your vegetables tonight, you know, what, what kind of vegetables am I going to choose? Do I want carrots? Do I want bok choy? Do I want broccoli? You know, I definitely don't want carrots. So I'll say carrots. I don't interested in carrots at all. I'm going to have some, I'm going to have some bok choy or some broccoli tonight. Maybe it's, you know, squash or maybe it's grilled pineapple. Oh yeah, that's nice. It's super hot out. It's, you know, I'm sweaty. Some grilled pineapple would go really great. So this is where you can kind of take things to the next level in terms of being in tune. So out of your head into your belly, just like those four questions, but dig a little deeper with them.
Also, next week with personalizing the plan, you no longer have to force yourself to eat if you're not hungry. If you're not hungry, you're not hungry, right? If you're not hungry, you're not hungry. There, there's there's no point at this point in forcing yourself to eat. If you're if you're hungry, your body is definitely going to let you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that's that's going to allow you to one have a lot more flexibility and and two really get in tune with your body's changing needs on a daily basis, right? So. Start asking those four questions, double down. If you've really laid off that, start doubling down on asking those four questions. Yes. What else? Yeah, no, that's, we've got, you know, you got to still be on top of the other things, I think too, like not just with your food and being in tune with that, but being continue to be in tune with all of the other stuff. Uh, your water changing season too, it, aside, you're still, your yes. water needs are going to change. If you're, if you've reached your goal, if you're approaching your goal, you need to reassess that because those could, it could change drastically how much water you need if your body is no longer looking to lose fat. So that's, yeah. you know, a big part of it too, as stress management, managing your sleep, like, yes, we have all the extra daylight hours and that's amazing, but what are you doing? Are you finding you're up and active and out until 10 o'clock at night and then still have to get up at 5.30 for work yeah. the next day and then being extra tired? Like we still need to be in tune with all of the other things, not just what we want to eat. Yeah. And to add the fact that the days are longer. And so maybe your whole timing of when you're eating has changed too, right? Yeah. So if you're still forcing yourself to eat at five o'clock, like you were in the winter time, because it was dark, you know, and now it's not getting dark till nine o'clock, you know, but you're up that longer amount of time. So it's not just what you're eating and what you're drinking. It's the timing. It's how active you are now compared to how active you were maybe a couple months ago. Maybe you're swimming every night like I am where I wasn't doing that, you know, in the winter time. So really, um, again, pull out that maximizing post, you know, really kind of dig in just a little bit further, you know, double down on asking those questions, being aware, turn up that internal volume, all of it. And that'll really help you rolling into next week. Um, tips for the rest of this week, though. Tips for the week. Ah, that's Great question. Great question. I would say, you know, set yourself up for success and do a little bit of prep. If you're starting to get more in tune with your body, have some options available. Maybe you don't just have a bag of carrots and a bag of apples and a bag of almonds. Maybe you give yourself a few more things to try um, to throw into the mix. If you are being more in tune, um, I would say definitely with the finish this group this week strong, this higher, the, the, you know, higher fat, the higher protein and the food plan revamp. Um, some people are still finding that they're a little, it's a little bit heavy for them. Like just stick with it, continue to fine tune your portions to make sure that you're not feeling overly satisfied because this is going to lead us into you selecting. You don't want to shy away from fat and protein when we start personalizing because you felt heavy. You Use that feeling to fine tune what your portions are and just be with us. Stay with us for the next three weeks. Yes. That's my final tip. <laughs> yes, stick around. Yes, and and not only ask those four questions when it comes to that protein and fat, but also add those leafy greens in because people tend to drop the ball in those leafy greens. Okay, I'm going to add, and I'm ex- I'm excited to get Sky and Nathan on, but I do want to ask. Uh, people are going to read those guidelines on Sunday, personalizing the plan. They're going to freak the fuck out. Some of them. What's your words of wisdom? <laughs> um, like listen to this tea time and (laughs) build that mind body connection. No, I would say like embrace it and um, just really 
be in, if you're listening to your body and you're listening to your gut, you're at the stage where you, if you've been doing the work up until now, if you've been asking yourself the questions, if you've been being mindful, if you've been with us since prep week, we're not worried about you. You are ready for this and you have all of the tools that you need. You just have to trust yourself that, that you're going to you're going to make the right choices. You know what? Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're going to make a choice that maybe is not the right choice, but it is progress over perfection still, even with this tweak. It's a new tweak. You've never done this before. You maybe have never had this kind of bandwidth with your food choices for on a diet prior to this, but you've got this and we're here for you if you don't feel like you do have it. I love that. Yes. If you're here and you've made it through this far, you're going to be good. We're not worried about you. And my biggest takeaway for when you read those guidelines is personalizing the plan is not off plan. It's not doing your own thing. It is literally doing all of the things. It has all of the structure, all of the guidelines. If anything, there is more work to that week and tweak than any of the other weeks. So you're definitely not alone and we are here to support you. Kim, thank you. I'm already looking forward to our conversation. So next week, we are not only going to be talking about uh, that week's tweak, but we're also going to do a special Ask Us Anything. So that <laughs> will be fun. So make sure I'm, you join us. I'm a little scared for you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Angela. we have all the answers. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. I'll see you then. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously. Ask us anything. We're up to, we're up for anything. Um, our next guest, Sky and Nathan Dixon, um, they got such a great story. I can't wait to talk to them. Uh, Sky's down 50 pounds. I uh, just actually reached 50 pounds. So woohoo. Uh, her husband, Nathan, like I said, down 44.6, he's a shift worker, which is really interesting. So I'm looking for, and they're, they're also, you know, super adorable and have been together forever. High school sweethearts. So, uh, I'm really looking forward to our conversation. So let's bring them on. Let's bring them on. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Gina. Hi. I hope you don't mind me talking about how cute you two are. I just yeah, love your love story. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, of course, the, the both of you have crushed this program, um, but I want to take it back. You also are you, your high school sweethearts. You've been together for 17 years. You're married. Um, you have three kids, 13, 8, and 2. My goodness, when our team read that out, they were, they were all like, what? 
um, no doubt you're you're super busy. Um, so so where do, where do we get into this? Where who? So Sky, you found out about the program first through your mom, I think. Yes. So let's let let's just start from there. Maybe um, okay. how did you hear about the program? And let's go from there. So um, my mom came home from work one day. She said that um, a coworker told her about it, and um, I was ready to jump right in. Nathan was a little skeptical because we've been down this road before. I've started things and uh, lasted a few days. And then uh, so he just thought it was something else I was just going to spend money on and then not follow up on, which yeah. for good reason. But um, I think he has a different opinion of it now. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and I would imagine too. You probably just love her the way she is, and and I know you've gone through and you've done the diets, the Weight Watchers, calorie counting, Beach Body diet pills. Like it's hard to watch somebody go through that when you just you know you love them as they are. What what did you think, uh, Nathan? What did you think the diet was going to be about when you heard? Like, what was your honest like first take opinion? Uh, honestly, I wasn't uh, too sure. Um, she just mentioned that she was going to try it. I was hesitant to, to jump on board with it, but uh, I after, like I mean, quickly, like she, I was, she was seeing numbers dropping, so I was like, uh, maybe this one's different. So yeah. here, I knew, here yeah. we are. She's on her second program. She's killing it. So yeah. <laughs> seriously, you hit fifty pounds down. Congrats! Thank you so much. It feels really good. It's crazy, like to go from only lasting one to three days on anything I've done before, and any time that I would eat, like even a single thing off plan, um, I would always, uh, I would always just sabotage myself and give up. But this is definitely different. I can't believe I, I've lost 50 pounds. <laughs> yeah, you crushed it. So 30 pounds in your first group and then 1.6 in the two weeks in between the groups. So you did the winter group and then uh, the spring, summer uh, down 18.2 pounds so far. Can you just talk about, because I, I know what it's like to be a mom and in my notes here, the, the team is talking about how you kind of got to a place where you lost yourself a little bit. And so, you know, can you talk a bit about that with the yeah. program? I mean, obviously you saw major results in terms of your health. So I want to get into that, but yeah. with was that did you have a hard time prioritizing yourself you're a busy mom obviously you got kids like how did you make that work um well so i've been a stay-at-home mom for the last eight years and yeah uh, like you said i uh during that time i lost myself my confidence i, I um was really like hard on myself mentally it felt like i didn't really have um like a purpose other than looking after my kids which i didn't mm -hmm. even feel like i was doing the best job with that um and then um i I, it, yeah, it was all tied to my my weight, you know, like the worse, uh, the bigger that I got, the worse I felt about myself. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, then fast forward to this diet, like it, it's crazy the amount of differences that I felt like just about myself, my views of myself have completely changed. I have so much more confidence and um, like doing this right now, it's, it's crazy to me. I Six months ago, never, 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 I, I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Stop. And how did you, how did you find fitting? I want to get to you and Nathan and talk about your shift work in a second, but also being a really busy mom, stay at home mom with your kids here, there, everywhere. You know, it's hard to kind of like take time for yourself. So how did you fit in all the foods with being a busy mom? Um, well, I do have help of him and my mom too. Like we, we kind of, uh, we meal prep together and, and, uh, just, we just, plan things out more and the kids like know what I'm doing and stuff too. So, um, uh, I, I wouldn't say that it's been that 
difficult, like not as difficult as I would have imagined to like fit things in between everything else. Sounds like a family affair. Yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> so, okay. So Nathan, let's talk, let's talk to you. Um, you are a shift worker, so yeah. you thought maybe that might be a dif- bit difficult. Can you just talk about that, how you kind of navigate? Cause we have a lot of shift workers in the group. Yeah. So basically when I first was debating on kind of following the, the program a little bit, um, I wasn't sure just because of like, there's, there's times where I don't get much sleep and, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just kind of sat down with Sky. We talked about it a little bit. She kind of mentioned like the the gaps in between meals, and we figured out that like it just works perfect with my like I get four breaks a night, so it works out perfect with with those. So like it honestly like what the nights that I'm working, um, it seems to be the easiest to follow. Because like I take the food that I'm eating, and I mean there's a cafeteria at my work as well. But like I honestly have been enjoying the meals that I'm making for myself, so it's uh, it helps there too, I yeah. guess. So it's been good. Yeah, though. and no more energy drinks. I read. I mean, oh, when yes. when Tony, when my husband used to work at Amazon, victory, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I used to have one every single one every night for every sure. Every night, and my mom would always say like, "Oh, those are so bad for you," and <laughs> she'd be so concerned about it. Yeah. yeah, well, my husband used to work at Amazon. He used to do the night shift too, and he'd be drinking those drinks. I'm like, you can't drink those. They're so bad for you. So you just overall, I mean, you've lost a considerable amount of weight. When did you jump on board? Like, what was your, because you you were kind of just kind of cleaning things up and actually lost weight. Was that when Sky was doing her first program? You're just kind of like through osmosis. What happened there? Um, so I guess when I first, like I dropped probably 10 to 15 pounds prior to starting the program i i started following the start of this program um but like i said i dropped 10 to 15 pounds prior to that um and that was more or less just uh starting to drink a bit more water it was starting to warm up a little bit in the plant at work um so i was drinking more water getting a little more active at work so that's when i kind of seemed to drop that but then kind of saw a plateau to where i was at before i started the program mm-hmm. <clears throat> What's yeah. what's your favorite week of the program? Um, I'd probably say nine, nine and ten. Yeah, it's the same yeah. with me. Yeah. yeah, I like the flexibility and adding in the protein and fat for the snacks. I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. I like the detox week too, though, because I I realized at that point that my portions were so much bigger than I needed them to be, and so my yes. portions got smaller from there on out, which is nice. To see. And what's been the hardest? What's been the hardest thing of the program for you guys? What you know? Obviously, you've both been very successful. Were you have, were you just kind of showing up, following along? Did you have any hit any rough patches? Where you know what what was the hardest thing? Um, I'd say probably like the the week where we're feeding them metabolism is hardest for me, just because like I've only got a half hour break. Yeah. Um, then Sky actually uh, gave me the idea maybe just split like fifteen minutes in between instead of the thirty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Still, still fit it in. So, so I ran with that and it worked worked out pretty good. Yeah. Um, I definitely think like on my weekends off. That would be the hardest part mm-hmm. of the, the whole thing. You've um, been like really good with like um, doing it in general though. Yeah, I've had, yeah, that was the thing. Like before starting, um, Sky was like, I don't know if you can eat the same foods like the whole time. And like, 
I've just been been fortunate enough that I like Brussels sprouts that I can just <laughs> <laughs> I've really ate Brussels sprouts one or two times a day the whole program. That's so. one thing we can work on actually is mixing <laughs> things up more because we tend to uh, eat sort of the same things because it's just easier that way. But it's we, easier. We can yeah. definitely. Hey, so that. far so good. My goodness, you two. So far so good. Again, <laughs> like what fifty and forty four points. So this, so this group, Nathan. This is your first group. So thirty one point four so far, just from the group alone. Like, I mean, that's uh, amazing. As of this morning, I'm down thirty three point six. Yeah, he hit so, his well, goal weight yeah, like, um, a like, few days ago. I'm like two pounds under my goal weight. So. Yeah. <laughs> He swoops in in the second yeah. group, loses all his weight, and then he's done. <laughs> but I'm really proud of him. I know you're. I know you're proud of him, but that's it's, it's got to like kind of irk you a little bit because I I do think that is something that we've heard from couples before. It's so difficult. You're like getting on the scale, and they're just like losing, losing, losing. So so yeah. what's that been like? Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm I'm really proud of him, but like uh, yeah he would have like big, big drops and stuff too. And that was like his norm. And meanwhile, I'm like down 0 0.2, 0 0.4. And uh, so a little irritating, but still good. Seeing at the, at the start of the program, I was, so like I work every second weekend. So like in the first two weekends that I worked at the program, I probably dropped like in the vicinity of six pounds in three days and just wow. seeing big number after big number kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So that was nice. It's definitely slowed down now. Um, I find, um, my first day off because I, like, I'll try to wake up around 11 o'clock. Like I, I get home somewhere around seven 30. So I'll try to wake up around 11 o'clock just to spend time with the family on my first day off instead of wasting a day. Yeah. And, uh, I find the scale's been going up on those days. And then once I get a full night of sleep, then it'll actually come, come back down. Yeah. Yeah, really I love that you picked pattern. up on that. Yeah. yeah, you picking up on your pattern. I love that. So, what what's life been like with the with the two of you doing this program, and you know, in contrast, um, you know, to how you felt before? Like you take it back a year, six months. Uh, it's a different world. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I feel like a big NSV for us too is just like um, it's it's made us stronger too. Like we're doing this together, and we're just on the same page with it and everything. So it's. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and just both of us seeing each other's confidence grow and everything, it's it's huge. <laughs> um, but like you used to, the way you used to eat before, oh. um, like you'd have like, um, basically he would wake up, have very unhealthy pa uh, pasta supper, maybe a very pasta cheesy supper. And then he would have like uh, just one more meal during his shift. Um, yeah. so like two, two big unhealthy meals a day with, an, so energy that, drink in with an energy drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, my eating was just all over the map but, and just really unhealthy. It's, it's completely different world now. And we used to always say like, I want to be this healthy couple. I want to like do things together, do active things with the kids. Like, um, and now like I actually feel like I can see all of that coming together and yeah, so I'm, it's amazing. <laughs> well, you guys are really making real change and it's not, it's not an easy thing to do and to do, to do it with somebody that you love. I, I love working with couples. I've worked with so many couples over the years. And I think like when, especially when you have kids, you get into this constantly compromising, kind of losing yourself kind of situation. And you kind of forget, I think what attracted you to each other in the first place. And when you like, you're doing it together, but it's such an individual process where you have to focus on yourself and do what works for you. And Nathan has to focus on himself do what works for you and it's 
like you're kind of doing it together, but very individual, you know, and I think it, it has this amazing way of bringing people kind of, you know, the kind of renewed vibe, I think, to the relationships. But, and, you know, hey, when you're feeling your best, it feels good to feel good, you know. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> oh, I love that. Can we talk about um, your your underactive thyroid? Because that's yeah. not a joke. And yeah. what you've been able to do is amazing. So can we talk about that? Yeah. So during my second pregnancy, I was diagnosed with an underactive thyroid and put on medication. Um, I don't remember what it's called. TSH, the the levels that they like measure for that. Um, I think mine was like 30 something and the normal range is like between zero and four. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, I was put on medication, but throughout the years, I've always been really terrible with taking my medication. And um, for the last year and a half or so, like I haven't been on it at all. Um, but I finally went to see my doctor, got blood work to see where I was at. And um, it was at about a seven. So it's a little bit above normal still, but um, the doctor's not worried about it. And uh, she said that uh, we'll test again in about six weeks or so. And uh, as long as the numbers don't go up, I don't need medication at all anymore, which is so exciting because obviously I wasn't taking it to begin with. So. <laughs> I love that. So where are you? Where are you in terms of reaching your goal? Like where was your so Nathan, you reach your goal? Are you are you done? You've reached your goal, you're going to fall through the program, then work on maintenance. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, nice. I what do I have left? Uh, 45 pounds or so. And I'll I, I think we'll see whenever I get there. Like you said, yeah. I'll know it whenever I get there. So yeah. And are you worried about the summertime? Because I know you already bridged the gap because because we're running. People are getting concerned. So your advice for people maybe in the, running through the summer, people are concerned about their summer. I don't think uh, I don't think you should be concerned about it. I, I think like for me, I um, I well, between the first and second group, honestly, in the beginning of that first two weeks, I wasn't very good. I was like giving myself um, um, giving myself the opportunity almost to like. Uh, eat some some of the bad things and stuff and it's just like oh I can start again in the two weeks but towards the end of that two weeks is where it was like okay I I got back on track um but yeah I would say like trust yourself and the knowledge that you've gained so far and just uh yeah you'll be good I think (laughs) I love what you mentioned about back on track because I think sometimes people are like back on track it's that excuse to indulge you know summer is coming and it's great that back on track is there for you but you do want to kind of make a plan for yourself Nathan there's a question here for you have you inspired uh your co-workers any co-workers since they see you eat in slim down Um, there's probably a lot of monster drinks going around the night all, all kinds and there's different uh different diets and stuff happening too um any chance I get, I, I obviously tell them what I'm what I'm uh, doing. We were in the I have, yesterday. I actually, yes, I ran into a coworker in a store yesterday, and uh, he was asking for his wife. So I gave him all the information, and and uh, yeah, there's probably been a handful of times that I've actually given out the, the name of the program so they can do the research and, and jump on. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, telling it to anybody who will listen. <laughs> yeah. Well. And sharing your story on Instagram too. What's that been like for you guys? Uh, well, really good and positive. But I uh, only recently started getting into using it and stuff. But I like I want to share more. Like I feel good, and I want to put the information out there for people to yeah. know about it. Yeah. And are you guys app users? Are you journalers? Like, what's the what's the secret to your success? I 
use the app for sure. Um, and actually, I wasn't really going into the group that much in the beginning. I had only like popped in to ask a couple questions. But um, just recently, I got in there and realized how amazing it is. Like the support and from the team, they're so quick to answer questions. And, um, and, and just, yeah, the whole community is absolutely amazing. So I would definitely recommend for anybody that has not um, been using it to, to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that then your tips for success. You guys, what, what, what tips would you share? Uh, for me, I would say like with like kind of my scenario at the start. So if you are thinking that the plan is just not going to work for your schedule, definitely sit down and, and really crunch the numbers and just make like, just try it. Yeah. That's kind of where I start off is just, just start off trying it. And I quickly found out that, uh, it's definitely going to work. So. Yeah, sit down and, and like really think it through. And, and chances are you're probably going to be able to figure out how to fit it into your schedule. Yeah. 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 Um, then I already kind of said it, but like using the group, that is huge. Especially if you if you don't have the support of others around you, you can definitely find it in the group to keep you going and motivated and, and uh, share your successes. And yeah, it's amazing. Um, and last tip. I already touched on this too, I guess, but um, not being worried about like about the gaps, just just trusting yourself, taking it day by day, and progress over perfection. That's a big one. That's that's always on my mind. It's, you can't mess it up if you're showing up for yourself. Ah, <laughs> you know, I love hearing that. I love I love Nathan drinking the water. I love that. Um, okay, so last question: We have personalizing the plan coming up. When you first, what your what were your first thoughts on personalizing the plan? Because we have some new new members. You're going to be rolling in. They're going to read those guidelines on Sunday. Um, what were your thoughts? Um. I definitely, I like the flexibility of it. Mm. Um, it made me a little nervous probably at first too, but, uh, but yeah, I just, just, uh, all the knowledge that we've gained so far, like it, I find everything is just set up so perfectly for us to just, just go with it and, and trust the process. And, uh, yeah. Love it. Yeah, I mean, that's I think it's just good to hear from other people, their experience with it, even if it's that there's nothing to be afraid of because you got this. So, Nathan, you're going to be rolling into personalizing the plan, um, which is going to be so great for you. Are you looking forward to ditching the the constant eating and kind of just being more in tune or have you gotten used to the whole have you gotten used to the whole routine? Uh, to be honest, I think like the whole eating often isn't isn't like i think it's probably a good thing for me like so this guy said i would literally eat like like 5 30 6 o'clock and then not again until three in the morning so like um you're probably kind of be following i'm, the I'm plan. thinking i'm gonna be following the plan regardless yeah. kind of thing <laughs> yeah it's gonna be it's definitely gonna be a learning curve for sure i've, I've honestly just been relying on sky to let me know what's going on and, and <laughs> I tell him on sundays this is what's happening this week so <laughs> <laughs> he's got no plan is that did you have a big belly if you don't mind me asking that that's very typical long periods of time you'd think with hardly eating often, you'd be like, you know, you know, super skinny, but that's actually not the case. The high stress, lack of sleep, long periods of time without eating. Oh uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, like-, like my, my weight loss has been like, like everywhere. Like my legs are a lot skinnier. Um, like I've definitely lost my belly, but yes, I had, I did have a gut on me, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I say that like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I've, 
definitely definitely slimmed down for sure yeah well it's like you I'm, I'm thinking about you know people in your situation who are shift workers where they're just i'm all i'm doing is eating two meals a day you know and you know having an energy drink you think according to eat less you know move more i don't know if you have a really active job or what that entails but geez you'd, you'd think it would have the opposite effect so i think it's really important to point out to other people you know you, you think oh i'm not eating a bunch of junk food so you know you're kind of on your own little diet there when eating more often is the ticket for a lot of people for yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, you guys, you did great. <laughs> I heard you're a little nervous. Yeah, you can oh. really tell. My goodness. Stop. Um, I, I you two are too cute, right? A great support team. Um, I think you're just such an inspiration, honestly. I'm so happy uh, for you both because I, I really know what making this kind of change. I mean, if you can do this together, you guys can do anything together, honestly. Um, thank you so much. Um, Sky, I guess you're gonna, you'll are gonna you be back with us. Or are you going to be back with us in the fall? Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. well, make sure you're not shy. Uh, you know, join us for some lives and conversations. Uh, and maybe, maybe who knows, maybe we'll follow up. But I just want to say thank you so much. Um, definitely make sure you take time to read the comments. Thank you for sharing your story with us, you guys. Like, honestly, and thanks for putting your faith in the program. <laughs> thank you, you know? for creating this amazing program. It's, it's been amazing. Yeah. Uh, you guys are amazing. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, it's time for us to go. But thanks, everyone, uh, for joining. Uh, we will store this segment in the guides and also download over on our podcast if you want to listen again because it's such a an amazing story thanks guys thank you thanks bye